I'm getting to calm He's getting down. Getting it ready. Still dead air. You could vamp in the meantime. I was trying, but you were both on your phone. Okay, I'm tr- I'm looking up content. Um, we're all right. Why? I'll just do it myself then. Why? You were the greatest vampire that I knew. Why? Can't, why, why can't? Why I, am I no longer a vampire? Why can't cows wear shoes? <laughs> because they lack toes. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, did you hear me? <laughs> Mikey, dead air. Dead air, Mikey. JC's oh. doing show prep. I'm doing show prep. Mikey's sitting there. He's cranky because he his cup is empty. Wait, is that cup a, uh, a three-way theater coffee mug? Uh, yep. <laughs> it is. It is now. That you can get at tpublic.com. Did you know you can get any of our three-way theater shirts at tpublic.com in any color you want? I didn't know that. Yeah. It, uh, mm-hmm. You can get Goodnight Moonsault. Oh, my God. You can get the three-way theater Stella shirt. Oh, my God. You can get uh, Mr. Peacock. Hello. Did you, and you can get put it on a hoodie. You can get it into a woman's tee. You can get stickers. I bet you can get a mouse pad made. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Our first ad. Yeah. Guys, I want to talk to you about Squarespace. <laughs> what about it? Well, you see, we're in a space and it's square. It's square, technically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why yeah. I just. Cool. Yeah, I just want to talk I about that. I don't, I don't, I don't use any kind of yeah. like promo code or anything like that. Uh, promo code, uh, this I'm, is I'm where sure, I live. I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, JC's promo code mm-hmm. is. Yep. I just give out his uh, social security yeah. number. <laughs> First of all, you don't even know my address. You don't know my social security number. Yeah, I know both. That is. All you have to do is go to threewaytheater.com. That's what I usually tell. People. Just go to threewaytheater.com and you click on that T Public logo. Yeah. T E E. No, no, you don't even have to do that. Just go P-U-B- to P U B. You don't even have to do that. L I C E. I didn't like where that was going. But you just go there and you click on the T Public logo. On I, added a, I added an E at the end. N- yeah, none, you, of you, none of you realized. Well, yeah, public. Yeah. <laughs> Wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey everyone, welcome to the Three Way Theater. Hey guys, oh. I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjake. And I'm JC. And this is what we call the bonus Yeah. Oh, is that what we're going to be calling them from now on? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we made that decision. Yeah. When uh, did, did we didn't officially make the decision. We though. just did. Oh. And right. much like in your house, the Lumberjacks are uh, Fatal Four Way. God damn this it. This is the bonus <laughs> Bonusode. Fight before Christmas. Oh, so the we're fight before Christmas. Fight before non-denominational holidays. Well, well it's is, technically this, before. This, it's this, before Christmas. this is Christmas airing. Eve. We're here tonight at it's December twenty fourth. Actually, hanging out on Christmas twenty eighteen, so nice. and it's not even that strange because Mike, I'll be seeing you tomorrow. Yeah, can't wait to see you Christmas uh-huh. day. Mm-hmm. I, I've got my hot cocoa. 
Yeah. Smooth, delicious. That's yeah. what he calls his girlfriend. That is what you call her, which is weird. Yeah. And uh, she's her own little version of Santa Claus this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dropping, dropping gifts <laughs> off to one and all. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. So yeah. did you get a gift? Um, I did get a gift, which was surprising because, you know, a little while back we discussed how on... Um, discussed, all right. <laughs> yes. Well, there was a, there was a conversation about... Um, our Snapchat right. and our streak. Your streak, yeah. Um, I did blow Ready? the streak. I lost the streak. Ooh. Yep. I wasn't feeling a hundred percent, and I had not been on Snapchat, and it just time the you little the little hourglass. The little hourglass was going. I, I did that a couple times just to keep it going. What's but, the, uh, what the, what do you mean the little? So when, once you're like near the end of your streak, like you only have like two hours left to send something, or it's gone. I didn't oh. know this. I I, no I pop I. Popped that Snapchat on and I saw, I saw it and I'm like, oh no! And then something happened. I got distracted and I didn't, I didn't get to send the snap. Um, I also was, I had a little bit of heat with her because they have those little Snapchat games on there that you can play. Yeah. yeah. And what I thought to have been a game of Connect Four, um, was actually a game of Connect Three. <laughs> so when she beat my ass in Connect Three, were you irritated because you were strategically playing in a different? Not yes, that. I yes. was playing for four. If I was playing for three, I would have changed my entire fucking strategy. <laughs> God damn it! So your little elf of a girlfriend there, Christmas elf, yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. holiday. Right. Yeah, your hot cocoa. Yeah, your hot cocoa, <laughs> hot cocoa, Katie. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she beat my ass in fucking Connect Three. That's adorable. And but that also made me not want to go near Snapchat because she she just humiliated me. <laughs> and I said to her, I'm like, I thought this was Connect Four, and she just like, haha. Her emoji laughed at me, her bit emoji. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's rough, man. Rude. It's rough. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I still got a gift after all. That's nice. Very special. Uh huh. Very special um, adult accessory for men. So my girlfriend, yes, gave you yes, <laughs> one of my best friends, uh-huh. a adult toy, a dick sleeve for men. A what? A dick sleeve. A dick sleeve. Yeah, a sleeve for one's dick. So you put it on in your dick. You like mas- I don't know if that's the official name you of it. Masturbate with it. I mean, I haven't. Mm-hmm. But the goal of the product is to insert your, your penis, penis into it. Yeah, and fuck the sleeve. Right. To completion. Now, here's the thing. Have you yeah. used it yet? Hold no, on. I haven't. Here's the thing. Actually, just turn around, and and that yellow I package. Yeah. Go get that yellow envelope. Go grab Mikey. that Manila envelope. So here's the thing. Yeah. It's like she. It's like she sold you something. She gave you a gift without the batteries. <laughs> so, right, so to speak. So, in the, to give it a little more context, uh-huh. because our unofficial sponsor, Athena's by Katie. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, you participate on their Facebook group, and if you just comment or post or like statuses, you are automatically entered into a lot of different giveaways that mm-hmm. um, Athena's by Katie does. And um, it was a Halloween like game. It was Halloween night, and I it was shaped like a bat. <laughs> and uh, it was like post your best like Halloween picture. Oh yeah, and I posted the picture of Mikey and I as Calvin and Hobbes. Right. And so I, my name got entered into her random lottery, and I won. <laughs> so she goes, you know, what's your address? And I'm like, I gave her my address. And I'm like, what are you sending? She goes, it's a surprise. Well, it <laughs> sure was. She only says it's a surprise because she really doesn't know what she's sending until 
she takes a look at it. Yeah, but for guys, there has to be a limited number of things. That you yeah, I mean, depending on preferences. Well, I think I think you no, actually. I think that this is an unboxing. I video think you now. actually lucked out. Yeah, we're all. Ooh, oh, it's pink. That's strange. It's thick. It's translucent. T h i c c. This is the first time I'm taking this out too. This is sealed. You can yep, see it right yep. now. Just for proof, this is sealed. So, I, so I mean, you're getting a, a, a nice toy here, but the, the thing is, you need to clean that shit. Well, that so was her first thing that she her, said to me. That's her, her 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 marketing strategy. Obviously, she's not giving everybody dick sleeves. Uh-huh. Um, yep. Only my best friend. <laughs> That's not weird at all. No, no. Well, I mean, I think it's. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. It was weird I the way know. how long they held eye contact when she <laughs> gave it to him. Just cracking this thing open. All right. Oh, yeah. this, ooh, feels What's ASMR? Weird. It feels weird. Do it into the mic. It, I mean, it, it's. Ooh. Ooh. It, what the fuck? It looks like so. A, it looks like a castle on the cover of the Little Mermaid. Feels like Gak. Ooh, <laughs> let me feel. <laughs> hey, get off my dick sleeve. Um, I think you should. Try. Pass, I'm I, gonna pass it around. I mean, so I, I, I have one. I know Wait, what it looks. Wait, like. you have one? Yeah. You already have a dick sleeve. I know what it looks like. Is her name I, Katie? Have you ever felt it? <laughs> yeah. Hold, hold on, hold on. I got. I, I want to let my In feelings on it first. It? So, did wish? So, have, have you, I used it? Yeah. Where, was she with you when you used it, or are you just using it by yourself? What's the point of that? Uh, I'm. That's what I'm. I don't um, know. Um, both, but oh, yeah. So you like the dick sleeve? No, Mikey. I mean, it's it isn't. Is this the same sleeve? Yes. It looks like an elephant's trunk. Yeah. Right. Well, there's. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the that's, that's the base. That's where you put your dick, not your nose. <laughs> 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 Man, I wish you wish we were live streaming that. <laughs> Lumberjake, here you go. So, uh, yeah, I mean... Mikey, did uh, Katie have a little mishap with you on Athena's? Why? <laughs> uh, when, didn't she post a little picture? Wait, what? Oh, wait, no. what? Oh, wait no. a second, what? Know. Mikey, okay. I just saw you stick your little middle finger uh, in that fucking pussy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 the inside is textured. Hey, but you don't understand, Lumberjake slid it over into Mike Piva's hand... In the right hand, and then his left fucking middle <laughs> finger went right into the middle of that fucking little dick sleep pussy. What else are you supposed to do? Yeah, Mikey immediately violated. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, let me see that real quick. Finger and... Give him a kiss. Hey, my <laughs> elephant's nose. <laughs> so... Either way... Okay, so... Uh, there's a little weight to that thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you could... <laughs> so that... Re- <laughs> So that reminds me. It's durable. So about 10 years ago, I wanted to come up with a new gimmick in wrestling where Next I thing. wanted to have a tag team called uh, the Doe Brothers, John and Dylan Doe. So, you know, one guy is John Doe, uh-huh. and then his tag team partner is brother Dylan Doe. No, <laughs> Dill Doe. Oh, okay. And then... I love it. <laughs> <laughs> is that you, Dylan? Sure is. <laughs> You can't see right now, but the dildo is talking like it's a puppet. It's not a dildo. It's a it's a it's a dick sleeve. Yeah, this is Mikey, this you were telling you were showing us how it stretches. It's a male dildo. <laughs> you were you were you were showing us it's, how to spread that like pussy. A reverse dildo. I mean, spread look, that pussy. Look, at, that's a mouth right there. Actually, oh, that's a mouth. That's a mouth. I thought those were pussy lips. That's a mouth. 
Or, I mean, it could be. That's what I was talking you about. Know, it's it. whatever you, it's whatever oh, you want. Oh, yeah. You want. So wait, you're talking at it because it was pussy lips or because it was a mouth? Because it was a mouth. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, totes, guys. Totes. Totes and goats. Yeah. A sex toilet. Let me stick. Um, I, think, I think you should try it. Okay. And then later on, you can report okay. how it was. All right. And then you can leave a review on Athena's bike. There's so many Katie horrible things I'm going, I want to say about it, but I just, you can't. I just can't say it on the podcast. Nope. Um, so. <laughs> I think um, but the, the the salesperson that is Katie. Yes. Uh, also, because I when I asked about the dick sleeve after I got it, you know, it's like, well, you gotta, you know, you gotta definitely clean it, and you know, we got the you gotta use lube and you gotta you gotta clean it. Right. And I said, oh, so I at least gotta go to the store and get some lube and what kind of cleaning supply would I even use for this? Windex. She goes, I sell it. Yes, of course. Windex. <laughs> she has a cleaner pack. Yes, of course she does. Um, so. Go to Athena's by uh, Katie Pineapple. Katie, Katie Pineapple, yep. and you can get your own I dick mean, sleeve. You'll get them after. Christmas, I use the Dry but... Guys Bomb. I actually bought yes. that from Katie earlier in the summer. Um, it was great. Um, I definitely stood by that. <laughs> it's a lotion and that dries a... like a powder. Yeah, to keep your uh, balls yeah. uh, and nice and dry. Also has pheromones, ladies. Yes. That's, I don't know why I said it like that, but it's I like still it. Does. I like the way you said it. You Thanks. said it like Richie from Teen Witch. <laughs> Look at you. You're a, You're a dog. dog. Um, so I'm going to put this away because it's still in my hand. You should, yeah. And uh, I will, I will try it because uh-huh. I mean, it's a. It, first of all, it's a gift. Right. It would be rude not to. And yeah, I don't want to be rude. We went from talking to a really nice, like, we went from we were, we went from a nice little Christmas theme. Uh huh. <laughs> And we were going to do a not swearing cast. That, well, that was just a that discussion. Was, that was barely a discussion. We wish you a merry dildo. <laughs> we wish you a merry dildo. We wish you a merry dildo. I just want a dildo sleeve. <laughs> All right, I'm putting this back. Yeah, please do. Uh... So, uh, so what do we do? What do we? From, so what are we doing here? On from the sex, fight before from fit- sex toys to the fight before Christmas. Yeah, the fight mare before Christmas. We're here. We watched uh, a handful of pro wrestlers taking part in mixed martial arts. Now, I will tell everybody right now. I am no expert in mixed martial arts. I don't believe it for a second. Not one bit. You have the same hairstyle as Sylvester Turkai. Do you need help? It's like he's trying to put a dildo sleeve inside of a dildo sleeve. This is why you need the lube. <laughs> I had to put it away. You don't have to explain this right now. You can just talk about, I was going to get this dick sleeve in here with no problems. You were making such a racket. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as you I was saying, just saying, you... we have uh, taken a look at several wrestlers who are in MMA or or kickboxing. Yeah, well, you're saying you're not an expert in MMA? No. Are you sure? I thought you were throwing out some great like Yeah, some you've some good commentary. In, yeah, going like on. was I? Yeah, yeah. You were great. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm an expert now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You dig it. Yep. Mike Pava, MMA expert. And sexpert. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. You just kind of added that one. I on. did. I did. Uh, we were not egging you on for that one. <laughs> uh, the first sexpert. The first fight we saw was between Brock Lesnar and Min Soo Kim. Uh, took place in Los Angeles, California, and it was Brock Lesnar's pro fighting debut. Min Soo Kim right. is a South Korean fighter, and uh, 
Brock Lesnar is a giant monster of a man. Uh, yeah, and this match, this fight, did not <laughs> last long. No, no. It lasted much longer than it probably should have. Brock Absolutely. Brock took him down and just... He had the the guy who had no he had no escape. He nope. just got his face pounded in. Quick. Brock is such a scary guy. <laughs> Imagine him just on top of you, and he's and his goal is to put his fist through your face. I would start meowing. <laughs> oh, you think that would work? It's a defense mechanism. Okay, like, does he you're, like cats or not? I don't know, but if you're you're disarming him <laughs> with the meow, he's like, like, "Oh, is there a cat in because, between us?" Because in addition to meowing, you're not you're not punching back. You're just kind of trying to swat away with your mitts. Okay, and so you're like, "Yeah, oh, with yeah. your with your little beans." Yeah, my little beans. <laughs> yeah. And then that way he's going to be like, "I can't, I, I can't just ground and pound this motherfucker. He's a cat." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not even. I'm not doing a bit. I will meow, <laughs> meow, like a like a like that kind of a meow. Well, I just like, did my meow. Meow. Like you wouldn't even be able to hear that yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, that's why because he's that's why he's gonna he's gonna it's be like, like pounding mute. me while I'm meowing. He's like a little bit big meow. He's, he's gonna, gonna think meow. I'm he's crying. Like, Maybe, but then when he sees me <laughs> swatting with my mitts, he's gonna be like, oh no, he's just meowing with a cat. <laughs> You should try hissing at him. No, that's provoking him more. <laughs> you want to be very like, like maybe I'm not making myself sound great here talking about dick sleeves and meowing like cats, but <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man. I'm gonna go in here and here, and I'm gonna start meowing like a cat. <laughs> well, you're to here, folks, and I'm gonna start talking with a southern accent now. Southern fried JCs. I never, <laughs> oh, jeez! I never. He made it back for Christmas. Yeah, oh, oh, family reunion yeah. down down south. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> it's good to see him. Yeah, you know. Hey guys, what's going on? Oh, what's hey, up, JC? JC? Yeah, you just missed your cousin. Yeah, was he? Yeah, yeah. Southern he's fried JC. He's a good guy. Yeah, good guy. <laughs> good guy. He's eleven spices and flavors that he does not talk about. Oh, secret herbs and spices. Yep. Yep. So uh, Brock Lesnar got the win via uh, submission, for, via punches. via being Brock Lesnar at a minute and nine seconds. Now, would you call that a front run. chantry lock? Did uh, he finish them with? No, he, there's no chance. Oh. No, you're talking about their next fight. Oh, that we oh, watched. sorry. Yeah. No, spoiler um, I, alert. I, I, Brock Lesnar, know, expert uh, here. Brock Lesnar was uh, punching him in the face, yeah. and the guy just tapped out from the bottom. He just yeah, didn't want to get hammer punch punches. He just wouldn't stop. He's uh, like, I'm good, thanks. Our next fight we watched was uh, Mr. Bobby Lashley, who has been uh, who was a wrestling champion in uh, in the military and never heard of him. Come uh, to send me a tape, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Bobby Lashley gimmick going on right now with uh, I have not I have not watched Monday Night Raw in so long. So you haven't seen uh, Leo Rush <laughs> with Bobby Lashley. Leo Rush was a cruiserweight, right? That's been going on for like months now. I have not, point. I have not been watching it in months. Like, well, it's going on right now. I just want to talk about it. I've I, so, but Leo, to, so Leo Rush is a, a two hundred five live guy, right? Yes, and he was, the, but he's the same guy. Didn't he say some fucked up shit last year, like making fun of some wrestler that got hurt and he got a ton of heat on Twitter? Wasn't that Leo Rush? Um. I can't. I, yeah, yeah. He said something controversial. I ever forget what the context. Like was. it got him a ton of heat from like even like Regal and stuff like that. Like, yeah. like you need to fucking smarten up, kid, because he was just talking his fucking gums off on yeah, Twitter. Learn your place or whatever. Right. But yeah, he's doing great stuff with Bobby Lashley. Okay. Right now. 
I mean, so I mean that must help because even in this this like uh, thirty second promo that Lashley gives here against uh, Mike Cook, yes, like it is the like, Mike the line Cook, yes. <laughs> no, no um, excuse me, it's he was the, the animal. animal, yeah, yeah. Mike the animal Cook. I was also going with the chef. He was. I that, prefer the chef. Um, but like the Bobby Lashley promo, it's like just like watching paint dry. Yeah, he was just he's very humble. He's, he's never been a good promo. People people were saying he was great in impact wrestling. I never watched I never it. it. Yeah. But I can't believe he was that great in transcending that he like And and he just regressed again back to WWE. <laughs> right. Like I'm back in WWE, back to being boring again. I got a headband now. Um Mike Cook comes out wearing a Rey Mysterio mask. <laughs> As I guess throwing shade. Yeah, I guess he's trying to like punk him out. Except that's a fucking badass entrance. Yeah, right? Um, and also, this is not the first uh, pro wrestler he lost to. Right. Well, I wanted to make mention, because you asked while the, we were watching the fight, um, I found out what the girlfriend experience was. Ooh, oh, okay. So during the tale, for the tale of the tape, they show an advert or a, a tagline for... Like a sponsor. The, the girlfriend experience. Watch it with someone... You, you want fuck. to star asterisk 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 right, right. So this is a film from 2009, wow. directed by Steven Soderbergh. Okay, and starring Sasha Gray, porn star. Oh, uh, Chelsea Sasha Gray is an in-demand call girl whose two thousand dollar an hour price tag allows her to live in New York's lap of luxury. Besides her beauty and sexual skill. Chelsea offers her clients companionship in conversation, or as she dubs it, the girlfriend experience. With her successful business and a devoted live-in boyfriend, Chelsea thinks she has it made until a new client rocks her world. Wow. Sponsor for MMA fighting. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Man, they really picked up the hot sponsor on that one. <laughs> God damn. So uh, but, that hey, is Sasha that Sasha Gray is a big name. Going legit in a yeah. Steven Soderbergh movie. Academy probably nominated guy. I mean, I'd assume. <laughs> <laughs> At the time of this fight, uh Bobby Lashley was 0 and 2. And Did you say 0 and 2 or 0 and 2? 0 and 2 is uh was his trainer. 0 and 2 heart. <laughs> um he had uh he had won Two fights before, one via TKO and one via decision. He uh, so he was two and zero. That's what I said, right? You said zero and two. Two and zero. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, no, he was doing good. He was winning. All right, all right. Two and zero. Oh yeah, I'm the expert here. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, This fight took place in 2009, post uh, his WWE run. Uh, This guy had lost a professional. He had lost a UFC fight. Mike Cook had lost a UFC fight to a wrestler, also, right, Mikey? Uh, yes, it was Daniel Pewter. Yes, tough enough champion, Daniel Pewter. And they actually had that during his entrance. So you know, during his little fun fact. Yeah, hey, fun fact: he's already lost the order. Which WWE made wrestling. me wonder if he was fucking hot at like losing to Pewter. I would think so. And like, I'm gonna come in here. I want to fuck this guy up. And the guy was like, I'm gonna fucking punch him in the face a little bit. I'm gonna wrestle him, and I'm gonna fucking make him submit. I'm gonna fucking knock him out. I'm- he should call himself the pro wrestler destroyer or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, that's a cool nickname. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be down with that. It's pretty badass, I know, uh, right? But uh, Mike Cook didn't get much of a chance when uh, Bobby Lashley snatched him in a fucking uh, guillotine choke at 24 seconds into the very first fucking round. Sure did. Uh, yeah. Lesnar, uh, excuse me, uh, Lashley's wrestling experience really 
put him over the top here because uh, he was right on top of this guy. Like, yes, he just fucking... like snow on Christmas. <laughs> what, <laughs> I thought go. you were gonna say like a, like white on rice. I almost did. Yeah, but, but we're a holiday themed episode, yeah. so he went with the appropriate uh-huh. okay, snow on yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Don't yep. snow me, man. Let's I mean, do it. I mean, Jewish people go to Chinese food on Christmas. Yeah. Most one of the most popular days. White on rice, brother. And that's for you guys. Mikey's being denominational. I mean, for anything, Canadian Boxing Day. You know, we have some Canadian listeners too. Oh, oh no, that just kind of boxing. Oh, punched you just punched Mikey right in the face. Not no my jaw. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. an expert. You're a sexpert too. Oh Ooh. yeah. Don't forget about that. I didn't. <laughs> I actually did first. Time. Oh, all right. By the way, Brock Lesnar currently sits with a record of uh, five, three, and one, and Bobby Lashley has a record of fifteen and two. Wow. Yeah, Bobby Lashley. But also for, I would assume for Lashley, he's done a lot more lower level fights. I was going to say Bobby Lashley never really made it. To he UFC, he never went did to he? UFC. He fought did Bellator. Why he signed not? with uh, Bellator and oh. Strike Force. But didn't they? Didn't they go under? And they have like a. Yeah. Eventually, I think out. UFC bought them, didn't they? Uh, I think one of them's still open, and uh, Lashley was still fighting for a while. You'd think, you'd think, I mean, I guess he's just not the, Brock's a beast, like, and so is, is yeah. Lashley, but Lashley doesn't have, like, that. He doesn't have the aura. Yeah. Like, you know. He sh- but you just said 15-2 and two to Brock's, what, 5-3-1? and one? Yeah. Like. But that 5-3-1, that and one, that's all from big fights on pay-per-view. Yeah. That's why I call him Big Fight Brock. They do call him that. What's uh, next? Next thing we watched was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura t- taking on Alexei Ignizhevov. Good, good sure job. did. God bless you. Good job, Lumber Jake. <laughs> I'm going to call him Alexei from now on. Good. Um, <laughs> yep. This was actually their second fight that they had. In the first fight, it, uh, Alexei had won by knockout with a head kick while Nakamura was on the ground, but that was deemed illegal, and the decision was turned to a no contest. This was their rematch fight. Cool. Uh, Shinsuke's got uh, like a boy haircut. Yes. <laughs> a little boy haircut. A little, little boy, boy haircut. haircut. <laughs> Not just a boy haircut. This was taking place in uh, 2004, by the way, in, <gasps> in uh, Satama. Uh, Satayama, Japan. Uh, nice. Yeah, I got it. You got it. You got there. He did pretty well for himself. He did. Yeah, not bad. Um, did you have his uh, fighting record? Yes, he had uh, five fights, uh, three wins, one loss, and one uh, no contest. That's Ooh, that's nice. good. Um, he. It's so funny for somebody that's billed as a striker in WWE with his uh, uh, Kinshasa and stuff. He's uh, he's actually a ground guy. He took the guy down immediately, mm-hmm. always going for the takedown, and used a um, what JC described as like a sexual assault choke, basically. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Jesus. Yes. So, uh. <laughs> he takes his forearm and just pushes it against... The you think your Adam's apple, your butt, your uh, wind your windpipe, yeah, and like pushes down like it, that can crush your sh- windpipe. It felt like a very sexually violent maneuver. The guy got up after was like coughing, Choking, yeah, he, like, he was he gonna was, gag, he was yeah, like what he was the fuck, like man? Mikey watching a death match. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. He uh, they went to the second round, but he uh, ended up ending the fight with a forearm choke across, and yeah, fucking nailed that it. That was actually that, ended- sh- that should be his finisher in WWE. That, Seriously, that ended up being his last MMA fight. 
in the I believe he was already doing the pro wrestling thing, but he had nothing left to prove. No, he did what he had to do. He avenged his loss. What's next? next? Up, we watched um, a young man by the name of Jack Claffy, <laughs> but people may know him better as Jack Gallagher. I do not know him better, gentleman as. Jack. It's probably the second time I've ever seen Gentleman Jack do anything. From 205 Live. Who looks exactly like he looks. He's got the mustache. He's got the whole gimmick, except he's wearing only underwear. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, he's in tight, tight little shorts. Yeah, but these were like boxer briefs. Well, the only thing I've ever seen of Jack Gallagher... um, Gallagher. Whatever. No, he's actually Jack Gallagher. Oh, he, he comes th- out with a watermelon? <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> I am all for this. <laughs> yeah, um, but you, you've never even seen Gallagher live. Yes, I have. <laughs> so um, in my life. <laughs> um, I've only seen one match he's ever done. It was against Neville for the Cruiserweight title on a random pay-per-view that they actually got on. Yeah. And that was the only time I've ever seen the guy wrestle. So this was the second time I've ever seen him. <laughs> he's fantastic. This was actually his MMA debut. Uh, taking place December 20th, 2015. His second fight ended up being uh, April 16th, 2016, a.k.a. my 26th birthday. Aww. He did that just for me. He's like, this is for you, LBJ. This is for my boy, the Dandy. <laughs> oh, the Duxbury Dandy. You just thought you were Duxbury, England? Yes. He wasn't. He was not aware. <laughs> yeah, He. Uh, this is Jack Gallagher taking on Stefan Cowley in a UFC fight, and uh, obviously... And Jack Gallagher, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he quickly <laughs> he quickly took the fight to the ground and immediately choked out uh, his opponent. It was well, not. I, it well, happened so qu- that didn't happen quickly because it was like. Mur. Well, go ahead. Well, it just happened out of like to me. It was like, oh, it's over now. Well, no. First, he's he's got a control of his opponent, but his opponent gets him up to his feet and gives him a high throw, like yeah. picks him up and slams him down. But Gallagher. Gallagher still has the choke on, and that then that's you can it. see how tough he is. He never, yeah, like, I, he, I, never let, he never let go of it, even after taking the big bump. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah. I liked it. He uh, he described of his of his MMA career. I didn't like getting punched in the face, so I immediately like to take people down. <laughs> Does he do like any of that kind of style of wrestling in his WWE matches? He's uh, all chain wrestling. Mm. He's a uh, very British chain wrestling. Yep. He does do a big headbutt. He does like, uh, yeah, he does. But he does like gimmicky comedy stuff too. Yeah, it's just, I, yeah I, I just, I, I understand he's he a heel do, now. He used to do a lot with his umbrella because mm-hmm. when he was the baby face with Neville, he had the umbrella. I remember right. that. Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah uh, I'm, I'm a big Jack Allard fan. I think he's funny. I think he's really good. I agree. But I'm a sucker yeah. for the British wrestling. The Bruiserweight. Wait, that's not him, right? No, no, that's uh, Pete Dunne. Oh. Next up, we watched Razor of the AOP. Hey, Chico. <laughs> no, not Raz, not Razor. Oh. Razor. Oh, I'm sorry. Razor uh, from Serbia. The Serbian fighter. The uh, first Serbian WWE champion of all time. Yes. He. Uh, I thought they were just NXT. No, they just actually they are also they are also they are the first NXT. The group from NXT to win the WWE titles too. Oh, well. okay. Yeah, but they're like, w, they're they're WWE tag team. Yeah, back yes. in uh, the middle of November, they had won the <laughs> the OOP. the OOP? Yeah, the OP. Yeah, the OP. They had beaten Seth Rollins way back uh, about a month or two ago. Yeah, right? good for out. them. Yeah, handicap man. I yeah. thought those guys were going to get fucking completely ascensioned, so that's great for them. <sighs> 
heartbreaking. Yeah, and they're still ascensioning the ascension. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think there was anywhere lower for them to go. They're like, hold my beer. By the way, Jack Gallagher had a, a MMA record of two and zero. Ah, he had really nothing to prove. No. Uh, also, a man not working by the hour, Razar. Yeah, no. holy shit. It was over before it began. He rushes in on this guy, grabs him in a rear naked choke, and or uh, a guillotine choke, and he lifts him up. Off of his feet. The guy the guy could basically put his feet on Razar's kneecaps. Yes. And he probably should have to but, help himself. Like a daddy-daughter dance with the daughter <laughs> standing on her dad's feet. Fuck. He, yeah. And that was it for that one, too. Yes. And uh, it was so fast that Razar had... In his celebratory uh, win, he started digging a grave. Holy shit with this. And then he buried the body. He rolled him in it and then (laughs) packed the dirt back on real quick. And then went to the family's house to give them their death message. (laughs) Death death notice? (laughs) Hold it. Rings the doorbell. Oh, look at this. Ah, fresh from oil. Your son's dead. Ah. I killed him. Ah, paper cut. Nope, it's a razor. <laughs> ah, the make him laugh, make him laugh. <laughs> what a post-fight celebration! I was not expecting the grave digging, yeah. <laughs> followed by the death message. He's like, "I just murdered you, bro." It's <laughs> funny because he really did that. Like he had to drop the guy, and he just didn't get back up. Yeah, it was fucking that brutal. Was awesome. uh, razor has an MMA record of four and two. All right. Yeah, Serbian fighter. Uh, next, we watched poor, poor. Jushin, Jushin Thunder, Thunder Liger. Liger. Oh, Zone man. Fault. You know. <sighs> this was his one and only MMA fight. I... <laughs> How much do you think he got paid for this? I would imagine he got paid a good amount. Because what year is this? Uh, 2002. All right, so he's well past yeah. the point of, you know. And don't get me wrong. When Jushin Thunder Liger did the NXT match, what was it against Tyler Breeze Tyler a couple Breeze years ago? Brooklyn, yeah. Like that was Like, that was cool. Right. But, like. In 2002, you're well past the point of like that that rele- rele- relevancy, and so you must have you you're doing it just for the payday. I was actually expecting to see a lot more of these kind of matches on this playlist. Yeah, um, and thankfully, this was really one of the only ones that really made me feel bad for Jushin Liger. Yeah, uh, um, he was 38 at the time. What? Man. Is that true? Yes. Wow, it's not that old. It's not that old, but you got to figure all the years on his body already know, wrestling. Fuck, man, I'm thinking he's way older than that. Yeah, but uh, he was—he had wow. been wrestling for so long. That's why, really, what it comes down. It to. was just he had no—you couldn't see how old he was because of the mask. Yeah, also he was wearing the <laughs> yeah, mask, of right. course. Um, <laughs> You're not 21 still. Um, what was it? he did a little little flipping liger, liger kick? He tried. Yeah, he did his liger kick, which yeah. was fucking crazy. It Crowd was... kind of laughed. Yeah, I, I feel like okay. they, I thought it was a pop. They got See, it. I don't know. I think they were. I think they were. They were MMA fans who were like, "Look at this guy. Let's kick this guy's ass." This I think with Anoki there and with everybody, I think there was more of a mix of wrestling. I think it. They wanted it to be like that, but it wasn't. Like I think they really like thought. This is going to be like a cool thing, and he's going to, you know, he'll at least give him a fight. And it was just an embarrassment. The, the, I think all he had was the Liger kick. And once that, like, well, I'm fucked. Should have hit him with the Liger bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, fucking Minoru Suzuki hit him with a couple Liger bombs. How long did this go? JC, how long this match (laughs) feels? If you had to take a guess, a Uh, minute 30. What, a minute 48? Yeah. Into the first round, wow. Minoru Suzuki won via See, rear choke. I, I knew it didn't go two minutes, but it was just like... Uh, yeah, Minoru Suzuki won via rear naked choke. 
Now, Minoru Suzuki, um, he has a mixed martial arts record of 30 and 20, so I don't think it's any shame to lose to a guy like that. No, absolutely not. Um, next, speaking of fighters wearing masks, next up we got Alberto Del Rio taking on Brad Kohler. <laughs> so, oh, uh, man. Those caras. First thing I notice is the height of Del Rio. He's huge. To his opponent. Well, Mikey, you've always known my feelings on Del Rio from the first time we ever saw him <laughs> on right. SmackDown Live. Up in, uh, you up in Maine? No, we did. Yeah, we New Hampshire. Uh, you got, New Hampshire. You got tickets from uh, WXBR. Yep. And um, we went with Davey Loomis and one other person. I can't Pete remember who we. It might have been Pete. And we went to the SmackDown taping. The main event was Kane versus CM Punk in a Falls Count Anywhere match. But earlier in the night, they did a live promo. And I went. It might have been just for the house. It might not even been like aired on TV yet. And it was for Alberto Del Rio, and he was in his mansion, and he had books. And he was talking about reading books. And of course, I'm the only one in the building. It's dead quiet. And I'm like, boo! That guy reads books! Boo! <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was my beginning of my hatred for Alberto Del Rio. Don't tell me how to fucking read. Alberto Del Rio, uh, this is at Deep Impact, and it is uh, from September 15th, 2003. He had already had a he had established a record of two and two at this time, so he was uh, trying to improve his record. <laughs> uh, poor Brad Kohler, the it's listed as uh, sho- submission via shoulder injury. Brad Kohler, <laughs> there was a weird takedown, and Brad Kohler, a large muscular man, just uh, he tapped out. He cu- yeah, he hurt himself. I don't he tweaked know. his shoulder. So, yeah, he must have just. I don't know. And but. then Del Rio celebrated like he just hit the World Series winning home run <laughs> at the bottom of the nine. Just a fucking giant backflip off the top rope. Oh my god! Like he just fucking won the fucking Super Bowl. It was. <laughs> it's so fun. You hamhorn. By the way, going into this match, his last match was a lost DQ for grabbing the ropes. <laughs> oh, yeah, do that. So you can't grab the cage. No cage, ropes, none of that stuff. Huh. Not allowed. So uh, you can go in. You can fight into it, but you, you can't, can't grab you can't it. Use it for leverage. You can't hold on to it. Yeah. So we, okay. they don't take you down or whatever. I, as an expert, I would know. <laughs> well, you know, I'm only an expert of Lions Den matches, so my like, I'm not as. You know, familiar. Um, so this match ended in a minute and 25 seconds. Ow, my shoulder! Yeah, that shoulder injury. He uh, Randy Orton himself, I guess, maybe? He was like, you know... Just simple, something simple. Something just simple, hurt him. Like, like moved his arm the wrong way. And then, um, you know, after that big celebration, I think karma really uh, bit him in the ass because <laughs> one month later, on October 5th, 2003, at Pride Bushido won... Alberto Del Rio took on Mirko Krokop. Uh-oh. Uh, Mirko Krokop is a vicious striker. Even I've heard of Krokop, yes. and I'm not an expert. And, oh, don't say that, JC. You're an expert. Lion's Den matches. Yes. <laughs> you know every Lion's Den match. <laughs> yep. All uh, two. The Croatian uh, Mirko Krokop. He, uh, he's got, <sighs> or as he's also known, the Pro Wrestler Hunter. Oh, that's a great name, yeah. Yeah, it's a, oh, wow. Um, Krokop just looked look, like no, like he's, 
He's just stoic. His face is just deadpan. Oh yeah, he's got no expression. Exactly. Like there's nothing. He's just ready. He's there for business, and he's Look. gonna fucking destroy. Like I don't even know if he cracked a smile afterward. Nope. Like he just kept. Um. Yeah. He scary as fuck. At this point, he had also beaten uh, Kazuyuki Fujita and Nobuhiko Takeda. And uh, he also took place in a match we'll be t- talking about next where he took on Yuji uh, Nagata. And that's where he established himself as the pro wrestler killer. I mean, to me, he already established it right here with this. Because <laughs> he fucking murked him. Well, what was his, what he used to say about his, his kicks? Uh, he would say right leg, hospital, Left leg morgue. Fuck, dude. That's fucking badass. That's like a fucking Ivan Drago line. Yeah. What's his What's his record? Mirko Krokop? Yeah. Or Alberto Del Rio? Krokop, uh, I, I want to know what his record is overall. Uh, Mirko Krokop, Krokop has a record of 37 wins, 11 losses. And fucking he's a good percentage. And well, the guys the, who beat him. And he's a kick, he has a kickboxing record of 23 and 8. Wow. So, yeah. Was he in UFC? Oh yeah. Mm. So he's like a U- was he a former champion? Uh, no, he actually didn't do well when really? it came to UFC. That's where he was getting a little bit older. His debut fight was against uh, Gabriel Gonzaga from Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Oh. Gonzaga, where Krokop was knocked out in the first round via head kick, and the most shocking thing anyone had ever seen. I watched that live, wow. and I lost my fucking Especially mind because that's supposed to be his thing. Yes, and he got fucking caught. Wow. Yeah, it's just that's the unpredictability of UFC. Because at one point, Krokop was deemed the unstoppable killer. You know, well, I think the, the what I remember of UFC, especially in the early days, is that they had these big gimmicked up characters. Yes. Um. Whereas to now, you couldn't even tell me who Tank like, Abbott, Butterbean. Uh, um. Uh, Butterbean uh, wasn't a UFC fighter. Uh, no, he was a super. He was just in those fucking uh, Chuck Liddell. The, 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 yeah. Chuck Liddell, Liddell was a, was um, one of those guys that was just out there. I was thinking of like the Abbott and obviously the Dan Severn, Ken Shamrock mm-hmm. early days. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Like I just I do remember the Crow Cop name, so I guess he kind of fits into that older guard. And I guess by the time he was getting his shot in UFC, what it was just too late. Like, yeah, it was just. Uh, yeah, he wasn't wasn't the same fighter as he the was. Fucking before. Randy the Ram of UFC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had also fought later on um, Ron Waterman, another uh, pro wrestler, uh, and Josh Barnett, or Josh Barnett. Oh, Josh Barnett. (laughs) Barnett. Uh Yeah, Josh Bartnett. Got it. But yeah, uh, Crow Cop took fucking Del Rio's head off. Yeah. Couldn't have happened. Didn't even see it coming. With a kick at 46 seconds. (laughs) Probably not seeing it coming because he was wearing a fucking mask. I did notice this mask; his eyes were opened up a lot wider. Yeah, he, yeah. It, they they made it so his periphs were uh, a, a little, little bit better. Little, yeah, like, I mean, he was still getting to get fucking murked, but mm. like Merk Co Krokop. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, but that we're not done with Krokop as he took on. Poor, poor fucking uh, Eugene Nagata. Now, this was the match that actually had Anoki. I, I, I mistook myself. That's right. um, but this is where it felt like it was such a bigger deal. <laughs> All the Japanese luminaries at ringside to watch. Now, was Yuji, did he have, like, why why Yuji? Um, I believe another pro wrestler dropped out in Yuji Nagata oh. wanted to defend the honor of pro wrestling. I mean, could, I mean. In the balls to do that 
is amazing. But again, just like Liger, this guy must have got fucking paid. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. He, uh, he took on Mirko Krokop and um, did not fare any better than uh, no. Old Alberta. It lasted a little bit longer. And this is where the crowd is laughing instead of uh, the Liger match that we were talking about earlier. He took uh, the fight with Krokop. That was Krokop's fourth fight ever. It was against Yuji Nagata. And. Huge, huge. And this was in uh, 2001. So Nagata, another man who was probably past his prime. Not like super old, but like. Past older. his prime for sure. Um, yeah, like maybe. You know, was he in his late 20s? I don't know. He was born in 1968. Really? Yeah. He's older than my mom? That's crazy to me. He's always looked elderly. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Fucking, uh, but he lasted a total of 21 seconds. <laughs> lasted longer, well, no, I guess not. 20 seconds less than uh, Alberto Del Rio, where he got knocked out via head kick and punches. Yeah. At, uh, it was an event called Enoki Bumbaye 2001. <laughs> and you would know that because it was on the canvas of the ring. Yes. Bumbaye, uh, my lord. <laughs> Bumbaye. Oh, lord. Bumbaye. <laughs> uh, that took place uh, <laughs> someone singing, my lord. Bumbaye. Someone's uh, getting knocked out, my lord. Bumbaye. Mikey's coming around. <laughs> He had to compose himself. <laughs> he lost it. The fight took place December 31st, 2001. All right. Merry New Year. Yeah, right? Poor, uh, poor Yuji Nagata did not learn from his mistakes. No. As he took on Fedor Melianenko exactly two years later to the day on December 31st, 2003. Like, man, even now, by that point, by 2003, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fedor Melianenko, another man who was deemed unbeatable for a long time. And he just, looked uh, very much like Krokop. Very stoic. Very just stone-faced. There's, there's this really funny video of this guy who's fighting Krokop, and he's, he's the guy he's fighting from America, and he's just making like the crazy mad face, just trying to like, ah, ah, like gritting his teeth and just screaming. And Krokop's just standing there, and he looks like bored. <laughs> and then they just get to fighting, and Krokop just grabs and starts punching him in the <laughs> fucking Jesus head. Jesus Christ. He's just like, whatever. This is what I do. Very Frankenstein-like. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Um, yeah, he took on Yuji Nagata. Yuji. Luckily for Yuji, he uh, he lasted slightly better. Good for him. Yeah. He was taking on uh, Fader, who had a record of 17-1 and one at the time. Whoa. Wow. It's intimidating. Yeah. And uh, he lasted a minute and two seconds and got there you go. lost via uh, TKO with punches. Yeah. I wouldn't last a fucking minute. Uh, no. Fedor <laughs> eventually amassed. You know what I would do? Meow. <laughs> uh, Fedor um, uh, made a record for himself of 31-1 and one before he was able wow. to... Wow! That one guy must be the coolest dude ever. Yeah, but then he lost two times after that, too. Oh. Immediately. Oh. His next two fights. Oh. Well, never mind. Makes that. it less cool, right? That would have yeah. just ended right after the, that beat. Yeah, like, I'm, well, we're, bye! Weren't you, weren't you saying the other day, or earlier to... Weren't you saying weeks ago... That you didn't understand why UFC fighters had to retire after losing. Right. Yeah. But I, you I, literally just said, man, <laughs> that one loss, I would have been gone. Like, oh, forget you. Are you going to lose no, no more matches? The guy that beat Fedor. 
the guy who beat him, you said he lost. Oh, you twice. you think he? No, I would have been done after. No, Fedor lost twice. Okay, all right. Uh, all right. I was thinking the guy who beat him. Oh. then went on to lose a couple more. I'm like, fuck that! I'm done after I beat this motherfucker. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Well, absolutely. I do think it's silly. This this kind of. Oh, you lost. Now you got to retire. And yeah, but they can retire thing. and then go into the WWE I mean, and make yeah, millions. Sure. Um, the fucking was it the four horsewomen fucking running NXT now the three the uh, Baszler. Shayna Baszler and uh, the other two yeah Becky like, Grinch Becky Grinch yeah <laughs> <laughs> Lana Star yeah, Becky yeah. Grinch Jungle Girl they're all running in with Shayna Baszler yeah I'd pop so big um, I, so yeah. Eugene Nakata sat with a record of zero and two <laughs> yeah that makes sense That's to where me Curly says. <laughs> Next up, we watch Sean O'Hare. Oof, talk about a fucking beast. Yeah, he looked like a goddamn monster out there. Just a large, large man. He's in the running for um, the best bod. Best bod yeah, award, yeah. You know, Sean O'Hare, um, what did you think about his odds with when he was doing the devil's advocate gimmick? Is that when the... Was that... Was, Piper was with him during that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they um, only put Piper with him because he couldn't cut a live promo. But didn't he do? Didn't they do the recorded promo? He was doing white, great at the recorded background. promos. Yes, yeah. but and when they put like him with the live mic, then he why fucked give him up. The live mic, then make it the make the. Ah, it's just like, yeah, all these guys who probably could have been something bigger than they ended up being. Like the guy looks like a goddamn star. Yeah. yeah. And his work was fine. Like yeah, I thought he was. I always liked Sean O'Hare, even in WCW. Yeah. Uh, this was actually his second fight ever. His first, he won via submission with a guillotine choke. Oof. Uh, this took place November 20th, 2004 in Honolulu, Hawaii. Hawaii. Took on uh, Shungo Oyama. And he did very well. Yeah. Um, like he did, said, he's a beast. Yes. Sean O'Hare bull rushed this guy. He was throwing fucking punches. And uh, yeah, this guy See- was... This guy seemed to be running away at points. Yeah. Well, the you you talked about Brock Lesnar in the first fight and how oh my god I wouldn't want this guy over there smashing into me. There's something different about a very methodical pace with Brock Lesnar and seeing somebody like Sean O'Hare who looks like a psychopath and is rushing up to you yeah. at full force throwing bombs at you. There's something like just frightening. Like oh my god. Yeah, like a horror movie character just like mm. coming after you. Yeah. Just the like long hair. Fucking just He's got the l- crazy look in his eyes, um, where Brock's just like... like he could be like Mark Wahlberg in Fear. Yes. <laughs> We're all thumping our chest. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't see it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Sean O'Hare won TKO with punches at 31 seconds into yep. this fight. Um, Absolutely. After this, he would lose his next two fights against Min- uh, Kim Min-Soo, who was the man Brock Lesnar beat in his oh. debut. And then get knocked out in 29 seconds to Eric Esch, a.k.a. Butterbean, in an oh. MMA fight. Was that by the point where, I know I remember seeing a picture online of Sean O'Hare and he was in less yes, than stellar less shape. shape. He looked uh, much like Al Bundy. Was that the match with Butterbean, possibly? I believe that that's correct. Yeah. Like, there's, when you talk about a decline then, like that first loss must have, re- that loss must have hit him hard. Mm. And then by the time he got to that second Fuck, man. Like, that's a bummer. He uh, ended up winning his next two fights, but that was it for him where he won. He went with a 4-2 and two record. Is he still alive? Uh, no. No, he's not. He, uh, Rest in peace. Committed suicide. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. Oh. And it's too bad because he had recently come out of the closet, too. Really? I thought that was Canyon. No, uh, also Sean O'Hare. 
Wow. He, wow. He became a hairdresser afterwards, and if he didn't name it O Hairdresser, I don't know. Missed <laughs> <laughs> <Best> opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that because my uh, friend of the show, Mike Sholin. Oh, friend of the show. Yeah, was going to school in. The actual Sa- friend of the show. Was going to school in Savannah, Georgia. Oh. And he, uh, that's where Sean O'Hare's hairdressing place was. Did he go get a haircut from him? He did not. Oh. That's not an issue for Mike Sholin. Well, no, but you just go for a little trim with Mike Sholin. <laughs> did not just need shave it. the sides. <laughs> shave those sides down. Um, but yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Who what could have been, right? Say where, where the road goes, where O'Hare goes, <laughs> where Down your hair grows. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? <laughs> the next fight we watched was uh, Mr. Tony Holm taking on Terriel Bizadiz. Yep. Yep. Sounds right. Yep. Good job. Uh, Tony Helm, a.k.a. Ludwig Borga. Ludwig Borga. Now, man, this was a uh, this was quite the fight. It was. Uh, I'm pulling up the picture now of Sean O'Hare in his uh, later MMA. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, compared to what we saw. That's yeah. exactly the picture that I was thinking of. Yeah. Like that was making the rounds. And I'm like, what? Wow. He looked like Al Bundy. <laughs> he also looks like a, like a, like uh, Tony Danza if he got stung by a bee. <laughs> Tony Danza with the mumps. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's perfect. The mumps. Tony Danza with mumps. Yes. Um. So we were talking about Ludwig Borga and how scared I was of Ludwig Borga as a child. Right. Well, um, once he ended the undefeated streak of Tatanka, right. he was headed straight for Made in the USA Lex Luger. Right, and as we all know, Made Man in the USA Lex Luger was one of my favorites as a kid, mm-hmm. um, so I was worried about him. He was get. Uh, <laughs> did you feel less worried after watching this fight where he was just getting the literal shit kicked out <laughs> yes. of him? Yes, well, until the match, until the conclusion of the match... In my head, I just kept on calling him Broke Lesnar <laughs> because he was just like this kind of like he was not the man he once was in in WWF, and I wasn't sure what to expect. Well, um, this took place, and here's the thing: a lot of people claim Ludwig Borga, who were sitting at the record of zero and four at the time, may have paid off this individual. To take the dive. What? Um, where the guy was kicking the shit out of him and stuff. And then, which may have been the reason why Ludwig Borga, upon being punched in the kidney, went, what the fuck was that? <laughs> wow, so this was maybe a fixed fight? Uh, that's what a lot of people are in the belief of. Well, now that you say it, I can see it. So you think the guy who was paid to t- take the fall was maybe... You know, I'm going to lose anyways. I'm but gonna, I'm going to kick the shit That's out of That's why he was beating up his body so bad. He was like, Ludwig Borga, he was, he was getting hit. Well, you had mentioned that in this fighting world that you can wear gloves and punch or not wear gloves and, and hit palm, palm strikes. Strike. And this guy was palm striking Ludwig mm, Borga sure all over his fucking body. Um, yeah, it was... And he it was, was taking a toll on him. He was leaving red marks all over his body, just fucking... Just nailing them. So now that you got, now that you say that, I can totally see this being a worked fight. Like because it went so, too long. Yep. 
and it wasn't there wasn't much like excitement besides like him getting fucking bruised up from the fucking palm strikes but like i don't know now they yeah i could buy it yeah um, it's interesting i mean even after the fight he kind of put them all yeah like be like he wasn't he was like man that guy you know he he hit hard and it hurt so he ended his record with one and four um, yeah, technically one and four, and the guy he was fighting had a legitimate record of seven and six, and this is not included on his MMA record. Really? They didn't put it on there yeah. because of the questionable... Yeah. Now, did that guy ever claim, like, did he ever say, yeah, I was paid to lose the fight, or is this just speculation? Nothing that I've said have said that, hmm. but... I couldn't. Huh. I couldn't imagine. It may have cost a guy his license or something to say. Well, if it was struck from well, the yeah. record, yeah. Interesting. But yeah, a uh, a controversial one. Uh, next up, we saw Mr. Sylvester Turkai taking uh, taking part in a K one kickboxing uh, event. Which uh, three way theater all star? Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, like I said before, I never expected when this podcast began that Sylvester Turkai would become a true all-star and probably with some of the m- most appearances so far. Like, and he's also br- he's on the bonus episode. He's on the uh, Best in Show. and A real uh, 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 I mean, He hasn't been on Best in Show. He's been on Three-Way Theater twice. Two episodes of Three-Way Theater, yeah. Yes, he was in um, Slammed, mm-hmm. obviously, the classic. Yes. And he was in uh, the one we just saw uh, last uh, in November. Um, oh, my zombie, my zombie mermaid. mermaid! Classic. Ah, wrestling. Ah, house. wrestling house. Um, <laughs> uh, Turkey is a. Uh, he's more of a uh, an amateur wrestler. Mm-hmm. Where I believe his only loss that he ever suffered in amateur wrestling was to Brock Lesnar. Wow. Hmm. It was either Brock Lesnar or Kurt Angle, one of the two, where it was his only loss he ever suffered, which is you know respectable. Um. He had done this kickboxing, uh, but he had also done uh, straight-up mixed martial arts where he developed a record of uh, three wins and one loss, which, you know, another... How old is Sylvester Turkai? Because you showed us a picture of him now, and he looks like an old fucking man. He is 47. Man, then he just must, like, get some highway miles on him because, like, I knew he wasn't old. But he looked like he just looks beaten. Well, he also in this picture the lumberjack showed us he's clean oh, shaven. Clean shaven, that's true. So he's got a very uh, pronounced chin. He's huge chin. Huge chin. God damn, he's a man. He should do infomercials with Gene Snitsky. I'd watch them. Mm-hmm. Unofficial was, sponsors, three way theater. The pressure t- cooker XXL. <laughs> yep. He's taking on Remy Bojanowski. Good job with the names, lumberjack. Yeah. Uh, at K1 Dynamite 2005 at uh, on uh, December 31st, 2005. This was probably the match I was most bored with watching out of all the other matches we've seen. So, Sylvester Trikai is not a striker. He is a grappler, I guess. So I understand why where he would be. I'm, I was more disappointed with the other guy who wasn't all that great. No, no. and I, Well, I mean, I think that's kind of why it was... Just kind of boring for me in general. Yeah, neither fighter was really bringing what I—I I don't, I don't know what to expect, but it wasn't what I was hoping for. I guess. I mean, that being said, too, I thought I thought the ending was kind of bullshit. It was—it went to the draw, uh, to the, the referee's judges judges decision, um, and they gave the his opponent the win. It was via a uh, split decision, so one of the judges gave it to Turkai, and mm. two of them gave it to uh, the other guy. I don't know. It's kind of bullshit. You're, I, I agree with that. He only ever had uh, two uh, kickboxing matches. 
The other was a loss to Choi Hong Man, who was seven feet two inches tall wow. from South Korea. Can't teach that. No. Uh, but yeah, another. He was actually the guy that Brock Lesnar was supposed to fight in his debut, got injured, and was replaced by the other guy. Interesting. Yeah, Brock Lesnar was supposed to fight, fight the seven foot two guy. In his debut match? Yep. How wild is that? It's wild. Yeah, it's crazy wild. kids. <laughs> um, finally. 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 The main event. The main event of the evening in Providence, Rhode Island. Wait, did that really happen in Providence? Yeah, it sure yes. did. At the dunk. That okay. was at the dunk? At the yeah. Dunkin' Donuts Center. What? I was wondering why there was Dunkin' Donuts stuff on the, on the cage. And that's why uh, Mayor Brockton Bill Carpenter was the ring announcer. What? We had... Uh, Batista's MMA... Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. What? Yeah. Dave Batista. Oh, Dave Batista. <laughs> uh, I can't believe or that his... Batista. Or Batista. 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 I can't believe his MMA debut was in Providence. That's yep. nuts. Right? It's crazy. His MMA debut and retirement. <laughs> yeah. All in one night. Uh, yeah, Batista, he took on... <sighs> this guy. <laughs> so, uh, in the sports of uh, boxing uh-huh. and MMA, if you have a fighter that you want to... Shine up. Mm-hmm. Make look good. Yes. You put him in a match with somebody who might be a little less talented than you. Yes. Right? Yes. But could they have at least tried a little bit harder? No. I'll give it to you. This guy, who is Is he a Rhode Island local? Uh, His name is Vince Lucero. Vincent. Vincent Elmaro Lucero, who is a last-minute replacement for a man named Rashad Evans. Okay. Not the famous okay. MMA fighter Rashad Evans, another separate man altogether. Okay, I so, didn't know there was a famous version. I thought that was the same guy. So uh, he's a last minute replacement. I, my, my respect just went up a whole shit ton for this guy. Yes, Evans was forced out of the boat after a probation violation landed him back in jail. With Batista's MMA debut still on the event, Evans was replaced by journeyman and 40 fight veteran Vincent journeyman. Lucero. <laughs> Journeyman's always a good thing to have for your record. Yeah, hell yeah. My God. Well, this guy, see, I don't know. Being a journeyman, would he do the things he did <laughs> um, against Batista? I think he was very confident. Yeah, maybe he would. And here's why Here's why I say that. <laughs> Lumberjake, <laughs> as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> former professional boxer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's not forget the Duxbury Dandy. The Duxbury motherfucking Dandy. Ducks. Now, yeah, ducks is the comic. Y- you reminded me a lot of this guy. <laughs> Not, <laughs> I don't mean by like looks or anything like that. And I his mean, his skill was more than mine. The guy, the guy. Rocked Batista with some punches very, very early on in the yeah. fight. Batista did not expect Batista it. Batista said he got hit like a horse. He said he hit like a horse. Yeah, definitely put this guy over. Um, but he, at some point, he's got Batista against the cage, and he's actually holding on to the cage, but the ref doesn't see it. Yeah, but he's taunting <laughs> the crowd and Batista and making faces <laughs> oh, and so funny. doing all this stuff, which is something that you did. Yes. Um, I was, I was, t- it took place in this professional boxing thing and I was in there and Mike Pavai here yelling from the crowd, <laughs> give him the big John Wayne. <laughs> so I wound my fist up like an old Western movie. He wound his fist up like he was Nick Patrick about to fucking punch, uh, the other referee in the face. Yes. Right. Uh, like he's going to punch Randy Anderson <laughs> right yep, in the face. Yep. And, uh, I didn't. I didn't punch him, no, but just, I just wound up the yeah. fist, and, and the, the crowd, crowd went, went crazy. Nah, they went banana. 
Uh, later on in the fight, he had me in the corner, and he was hitting me with body punches that were very loud, but I have so much body, it didn't affect me all that much. Um, so I ended up looking out to the crowd and shrugging my yep. shoulders, and the crowd went crazy again. <laughs> Fucking great. Um, let's also, let's not discount the fact that this man once had a tail. <laughs> I think we need to talk. But we need to talk about the tail. Or what could have been a tail. Vincent Elmaro's tail. Vincent, uh, it, on his back, looked like he had a little hole there that yes. might have at one point held a tail. Like, have you ever seen the movie Shallow How? Jason Alexander's so saying, character. Are you saying that he had it, like, removed? I mean, El, yes. El Cola. That means the tail. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at a side-by-side picture of Batista and uh, Vincent. Uh, oh, by the way, Dave Brass Body Batista. Right. Can't forget that. And uh, not the animal. I I think honestly, this guy had Batista's name, his number for a bit until he started really showboating. Well, I was laughing at first once I saw the two, and I'm like, "Well, this is no fucking fight at all." Right. And then. When Vince was bringing it Don't to him, book by its I was like, wait a second, maybe I should reverse my prediction here. Like, With literally no, like, no, no like, time, time to, to prep- prepare. Right. This, I believe this guy was from Florida, by the way. They're like, hey, you want to fight Batista? Yep. And he was like, yeah. Well, because, again, he must have got paid very well uh, for Very this. well for, yeah. Um, no I mean, doubt. I will say that I did search for Vince Lucero tail, and I couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, but there is a hole in the back of his lower back. Okay, that may have once had a tail. <laughs> like we can all agree on this, I right? Mean, all you gotta do is watch it for yourself. Um, Batista got the win via TKO with punches after uh, he got a hold of Vincent Lucero's back mm-hmm. and he wouldn't let go. His tail was getting in the way. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Batista, I'm like you wouldn't want to touch it. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't walk a mile in that pit of danger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then post fight, they go, Batista, you plan on fighting against like, I'll definitely be back to fight. Um, as of October 6, 2012, <laughs> to modern day, Batista has yet to have another MMA fight. Right. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, um, he won, he won five, four minutes and five seconds, by the way. I think looking at uh, Lucero here reminds me of like the Butterbean. Like he's a fat guy, kind of out of shape, but he can but fucking he can throw fists. He can throw fucking bombs. And there was like a controversy afterwards where they got into a bit of an argument. Yes, because he so he's on his belly. He was on his belly, and Dave Batista was throwing punches. And what the only thing I could have gathered from this was Vincent Lucero was upset that Batista was punching him in the back of the head, which is illegal. Right. But uh, the ref was not calling it, saying they were punches to the side of the face, to the side of the head, which are legal punches, which is where the controversy comes from. And uh, Lucero uh, topped it off by giving him a crotch chop. Yeah, like, suck my dick. (laughs) Suck my dick sleeve. They did have... <laughs> they did have a little uh, scuffle at the end, which yeah. they didn't. We didn't really understand why. Well, what happened? But then they they hugged and shook hands. Yeah, and, of course. And it, like they're sitting there, and he turns to Batista and goes, "Man, I used to have a tail." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just you had me on my stomach, and my tail sh- was showing. I was just nervous. Is it weird that I still feel like Batista's underrated? 
Like, he's become this big, giant movie star being in these Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He said he wanted to do MMA. He did. He won. Yep. He was very successful in his time in the WWE, but I feel like he still doesn't get, like, the respect from... The the fans, community. the community. Especially his heel run at the end. Oh, Douche Tista was yeah. fucking fantastic, and he ne- like and he put over Daniel Bryan strong. Yep. Yeah. Um. They remember Blue Tista? Yeah. Yes. That was hilarious. And the like, Survivor Series. He's been saying like I know he came back a couple months ago for the SmackDown 1000, mm-hmm. but so, so proud of you. Like he. Well, he almost wasn't on. That but that's why he wasn't invited Until at he first. Complained and bitched about it. Was it in his hometown, Washington D.C.? I mean, I mean now. I mean, the plans were for to have uh, Batista versus Triple H, but Triple H got hurt at Crown Jewel. Oh, that's right. So now they're uh, now they might do Batista and Orton again at WrestleMania. Oy vey. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been drinking Doctor McGillicuddy's. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I just feel bad for Batista because I think Batista generally loves the business. Wanted to come back and do like a big one final run. I think he just wants to be, like, just give him a fucking call. Hey, hey, you want to come down to this match? Even if you can't like, make it, he's like, guys, like, guys, I'm in this huge movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it's a huge movie, and yeah, everyone it's sees gonna it. It's going to be big. They're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and when the sequel came out, Batista offered to come on TV and like cross promote, and they were like, pass. Idiots. Why? Idiots. Isn't he friends with fucking Triple H too? I mean, I would assume so, but like that's where it feels like he's not in like he's not in the the, the inner circle, right? Even though he was in like Evolution and all this stuff, yeah. he's not that guy. And I, and I, you're right. I feel bad for him. I feel like he does not deserve because more. like. Batista is close up there right now with The Rock as far as movies, at least as far as box office and fan. Like he should get more. Yeah. Stock more Batista credibility versus Triple H got me back into wrestling. Besides, like Muhammad Hassan and all that, so that was the, all happening <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I you love said that so sincerely. Yeah, I love Muhammad Hassan. So well, all kidding aside, beside Muhammad Hassan, that's what got me back. But that was the main story going on around that time too, and that was when Batista broke off from the. I agree uh, with and, you. And it was very His well done. His initial face turn was great. It was because very well done. I stopped watching wrestling at the end of like 2002. I really wasn't into it. I missed all of 03, pretty much all of 04. The first live show that I saw uh, after all those years went to the Providence Civic Center, and it was right after Batista had won the Royal Rumble. He had to choose to go to SmackDown right. or go to Raw. Raw. And she had Triple H and Ric Flair. They were like, you're going to go to SmackDown. Evolution will rule WWE. I'll yeah. be on Raw. You'll be on SmackDown. Both be champions. And this Raw in Providence was the episode where Batista did the thumbs up and then thumbs did the thumbs down. down. Yeah. That was the first live event I had been to in two and a half years. I'm like, that's fucking badass. And that, I agree, that kind of got me back into watching the shows again. That uh, that angle was really well done. Really well done. They did this great bit where Batista hadn't arrived to the building yet, and Danny Hodge was being like acknowledged in the crowd because they were in Oklahoma. And he comes, Danny Hodge, he's like 80-something years old, jumps, bounds up the stairs, jumps over the top rope, he's like, yeah! And Triple H and Ric Flair come out and start fucking berating him, and Danny Hodge melts off, and they both kick the shit out of Danny Hodge. And they just both beat the shit out of him. And then then Batista gets there, and they're in the back. They're like, oh, man, you should have been there. We beat up Danny Hodge. (laughs) And he's like, 
He's like 90 years old. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what, wrong did, with what did I miss? Now, I, what I missed was that I missed the entire burial of Randy Orton during that time because he was the original chosen one right. mm-hmm. to take the belt from Triple H and the evolution break up. Thumbs down. But man, Batista really fucking got the better of him and he beat him every fucking time. Yeah. I loved it. I'm just saying I love Batista. He should get more credit. Come back, Big Blue. Yeah. Big Blue. <laughs> Bring Vince Lucero with you. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Isn't yeah. that like at All In where like the Cody Rhodes brought out his, like, his posse, his entourage? Yeah. If Batista started having an entourage of like Chris Pratt and Vincent Lucero <laughs> and like just like all his famous Vin friends. Diesel? Yeah. Like we're family. To feud with The Rock. Yep. Fucking, the fucking raccoon. <laughs> the raccoon. Yeah. The fucking raccoon. Yep. Uh, I, I, who's I the actually, voice of the raccoon? Is that someone famous? Bradley Cooper. DJ Ski Mask. DJ Ski Mask. Yeah. That was you the whole time. Yep. I love I love the Guardian of the Galaxy movies. I've never yeah. seen. I'm not any a big of them, uh, I'm not a big like comic book against. guy at all, but those are really good. But those are huge movies, and he's a huge successful part of that. He's like, you guys, you guys want to like, you want guys want to have me on? No thanks. What is it, Batista? <laughs> oh, Batista's calling us again. Oh, here comes Batista. Oh, hey, Dave. Bitch button. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dave. Oh, so guys, the next time. Everybody hears from us. It's going to be 2019. New year, new us. <sighs> again? New year, new us. We have to new year, new us again? I mean, yeah. yeah. Every year, new us. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I guess I'm excited for the new year. This year kind of flew by. Yeah, not in a great way, though. Like, it happened fast, but like it was just like... Fast and furious? 2018's over. Well, we, we really made a conscious effort this year to give you guys content yes. twice a month. And I, I feel like we were successful for the most part. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. It's and we get together and record in person every time. It's, people are shocked about that. So, Maybe Skype would be easier. But <laughs> it would definitely it be, would be easier. easier, but it wouldn't sound as great as our well, great equipment. Imagine does. us even, with more problems. Well, not even. Th- I mean, yes, Mike, you not being there to tell me to turn my mic on. <laughs> oh no, we've uh, Mike, Mike wasn't on that whole episode. We have oh, no, upgraded I've, our technology. Yep. But there's also there's something I feel lost at times when you're doing over the phone interviews. Um, I know when we used to do the WXBR lockup, it's always different when I would be calling in compared to being there looking at you face to face and talking right. to you. And I think that's part of what makes three way theater fun. And for the people that listen to our podcast, the number one comment that I see all the time is that. It feels like I'm sitting in the room with you guys having a conversation. Like we're just shooting the shit and having fun and, you know, just talking and, you know, throwing our inside jokes and things like that. And they're like, oh, man, it feels like I'm just right in the chair with you. And I throw out and I say things, but you guys can't hear me because, (laughs) you know, I'm listening. I feel like Mike Pave because you say things and don't respond. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's really like unique for us for for podcasts these days I so mean, for it, us to get be together three-way theater if we weren't all together at the yeah. same time right that's right and, and we, you know and we love doing it we love doing well, it mikey does sometimes yeah for the most part <laughs> uh but you know we did we've done a lot more content this year we've had like the interview with bo douglas um 
What? I don't know. It's like it's like. Listen, we got a lot of big names. <laughs> I did not say that. You did. No, I in, didn't. In I said tone. we've done a lot of content. We threw. You know, I thought we had a great conversation I with the Bo. Bo interview. You know, and I I'd love to do more of that stuff next it, year. Yeah, it's exclusive interview with Donna. I would love that. You know, and and as we had mentioned already um, from our last episode, we're going to be at the New England Fan Fest, and we're going to get to talk to a whole new, you know group of people people that will learn about us and we'll be able to hopefully talk to some legends and hopefully they won't punch us in the face yeah we can uh if they pay a dollar they can smash an egg on one of your heads <laughs> like i just i think there's a lot of i think we have a lot of good things coming up uh 2019 new year nude us cheers i said nude us um let's live up to it boys did you just take a cyanide capsule yep oh oh no well, we have a third seat open here. I know we've got a few people looking for They've it. They've been begging to get in here. Yep. Just well, gonna... uh, he was Lumberjake. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, I just wanted to let everybody know before, you know. Merry Christmas, guys. <gasps> Merry... I'm back, guys. Oh, the power of Christmas brought you back? Yep. It's a Christmas Happy New Year. holidays from your friends at Three Way Theater. And your enemies at Three Way Theater. <laughs> we have a lot of those. <laughs> Definitely wish a happy holidays to them. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Mary Mike Pava. <laughs> He's Jolly I'm Holly Lumberjake. Lumberjake. Oh, I'm Holly no, Jolly I'm Lumberjake. Why'd you fucking tell you? Because it's just J for thanks, Jolly Mikey. JC. Yeah. Jolly. Oh, my God, you fucking <laughs> asshole. I appreciate that. You, you, you took my fucking nickname. <laughs> Well, God damn you! Well, well, guys, there's Noel and JC. <laughs> you son of a bitch! And this has been <laughs> three-way theater bonus. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! That Christmas wrapping. Yeah, I love that's what I. Thanks. I couldn't think of a name, and you just really helped me out. Yeah, you fucking dick! You can't play with my dick sleeve now.